his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Joe, I I didn't ask your permission yesterday, so I'm sorry in advance. I renamed our show yesterday. I, I heard. I heard this. Beamaz or Beamer. Beamaz or Beamer. This is a rare Beamaz and Beamer. Yeah. <laughs> I I was looking ahead at the calendar. There might be a few Beamaz nor Beamer days. Yeah, I, I, I noticed those, <laughs> those days in September as well. <laughs> But uh, welcome in, uh, Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Um, uh, it's I yesterday in the past couple of days. Uh, you weren't here yesterday. I think I was talking more about it. Um, I, I've been just watching the uh, milk crate videos. Yes, those are getting intense. I people. Well, the intense one was the one that broke out in a gunfight. Yeah, didn't expect to see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, was an unexpected ending to oh. the milk crate challenge. Um, but no, I, I love watching it. I love watching people fall and uh, like you know contort themselves on milk crates. It's just a funny. It's a funny thing to fall on because it hurts. You are in the majority of cases not suffering a serious injury. Right. I'm not going to say you're not suffering a serious injury because well, there's been some broken legs. But if you set up the milk carts in on asphalt on cement, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. You got to set that up. On a carpeted floor on the grass, right? This cannot be in the middle of the road. I, but you know, it's it's just a funny thing for someone to fall on. You I think just we should like do it here. The way it, you know, irks your back, and as someone who has been having their back hurt all week, it makes me feel a little bit better. I'm watching these people think, well, I'm, I must not be in that much pain if these guys are still walking around. If you set up the the cart the crates, I will climb them because I don't want you to have double back pain. Is that real? Yes, uh, you really will. If you set them up. If we can get the milk crates here to the studio. I don't think that would be an issue. You know, we have to do it right next to the banner. I think the good sponsorship. This, It's not high enough in here. It's not tall enough to do this in here. Not even the secondary part here? No. No? No. We're going to need you to go way higher uh, well, <laughs> if you're going to do this No the one's right using way. the fishbowl. <laughs> I, but no, I, I'm watching these and, you know, everyone's going. I'm just thinking, like, the setup for this particular, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a bunch of people walking on milk crates, right? They walk up and they walk down. They basically make, like, a pyramid. Right. And it's hard to do, apparently, because everyone falls down and, you know, suffers a. No one's gotten to the top in the videos I've seen. Yeah, it suffers a gruesome-looking injury. Um, but the the thing that I'm most amazed of with this is it takes a good amount of time to set up this milk crate pyramid that you're oh, going to yeah. walk up and down. 
And that time is important because that gives you time to think about your actions. <laughs> and at no point in this time did these people in the video go, ah, you know, this seems kind of stupid. No, no it, they don't ever think that. No, because you're thinking views, clicks, follows. It's amazing. It's a social media world, Brian. It's amazing to me. But it got me thinking, like, what's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Because oh, this gosh. has to be, if you're watching with some of these people walk up and down the milk crates, that has to be one of the stupidest things they've ever done. I, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. Have you watched these social media videos? Yeah, but it's I, all about it, it's all about getting attention. This to them, it's not a stupid move. To them, this is an advertisement. They're getting sponsored now. <laughs> it's just cre- they're creators. Yeah, that's what it is. That's the new word. I wish I was it's a, a new career. Do they? Um, if you get a job as a creator, do you have to show proof of vaccination? It depends. I, I think if uh, if you're making YouTube videos. When you upload? Yeah. Um, to walk across the milk carts. But I, I was thinking of that and the, you know, I'm trying to think back to when I was younger and some of the stupid things that I've done. And there's just a couple of key differences here that the yeah. internet has just uh, brought everybody above and beyond. And that is the stupid things I've done, I don't think compare to the sheer stupidity of what is going on in these videos. And then I would have never have broadcast the stupid right. things I've done in the past for the entire world to see. But now make doing stupid things is for broadcast. No one's doing stupid things just for their own enjoyment. You know, when I was a kid, the stupid things I would do for my own enjoyment, water ballooning, right? Uh, <laughs> going back and water ballooning again. I can think the stupidest thing I can think of, and I know I I can probably top it, um, but the stupidest thing I can think of is we were driving around water ballooning and we got these kids that were sitting on their car and then they decided they were going to follow us um, because they were upset that we water ballooned them. And I took a turn down a dead end street that didn't end too well. (laughs) (laughs) Your your version of uh, stupid is you were a menace. Yes. And you were being a menace to society. That was my calling card. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my stupidity is more just like stupid things now. Like I think of the way I buckle up my son in his car seat and you have to have everything snug and tight and it's this whole process. And then I think of myself like in the back of some old SUV, like sitting on top of like a symbol in a drum kit, like speeding down the 33 to get somewhere downtown and like that's stupid to yeah. me, right? Looking yeah. back, um, but that's not anything that's like a viral sensation. Stupid. No, that's nothing that you're. Oh, I've seen someone else do this. I'm gonna give it a try. No, like I think setting fireworks off my parents' backyard using a broken bottle rocket mm-hmm. and sending it into the um, the shed of the people that live behind my parents. Fireworks, I think, for a lot of people. If you and if you want to weigh in, you can eight zero three zero nine thirty. The stupidest things you've ever done. I think fireworks would be a common, right? Especially around here. Even if there's no uh, injury or nothing bad ended up happening, I think everyone has something where you look back and just say, yeah, that was pretty stupid. Yeah, if you live in a neighborhood where the houses are right on top of each other and you're in your backyard with trees uh, setting off fireworks, holding Roman candles, 
which I did. Mm-hmm. Eight. I didn't know you weren't supposed to hold Roman candles until yeah. I was in college. <laughs> it seems like something you'd want to hold. That's how they're made. I never, I never read the warning. <laughs> but no, I think fireworks would be up there. I, yep. Yeah, I can now that I mean that triggered my memory of stupid oh, things yeah. of uh, buying the huge thing of fireworks not realizing that when you went out of state to buy fireworks, you were buying actual fireworks and not just a sparkler, (laughs) watching the first one go up in the air and the second one fly into the neighbor's backyard. That's the scariest. (laughs) That is up there, the stupidest things I've ever done. I would say I still don't think it compares to milk crates. I I would say what what tops the stupidity for fireworks for me is after sending a bottle rocket into my neighbor, my parents' neighbor's shed, and realizing that it wasn't going to light the thing on fire. Ten minutes later, I lit off another one, and it landed on my parents' roof. I still didn't stop after that. Then I ran around the street with a Roman candle. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty uh, stupid. I, you know, on that fireworks thing too, you know, we were stupid for doing it on the grass on shaky ground yeah. to make the fireworks go all over the place. So the next level was, oh, we're much smarter. So the next time we did it, we just did it in the middle of the street. Yes, of course. So you know, the street is not going to move. It's uh, solid ground. We'll just right in the middle of this intersection. Put them off. Or, uh, you know, after I got told by my parents, you can no longer do this in the backyard, we thought it would be smart to go in front of the middle school because a lot of cement there, not yeah. realizing that's heavily, Big open space. That's heavily patrolled. Yeah. And in 2006, fireworks were still illegal, especially on government property. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that explodes you want to bring in there. But, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just had me thinking, looking at these videos, that I wonder if the people in these videos will ever look back and say, yes, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. Or do you think they have more in them? Um, I, and, and our stupid things, are all, it's all a distant memory. You have to pull it back out of your brain and uh, use those images. Uh, there, it's all right there on tape. Yeah. I mean, I, I try, what's the stupidest thing you've done for social media? Have you, had, have you done anything for social media? I mean, I'm sure I've done, I do that far less now. I'm sure like uh, seven, you know, 10, seven years ago, uh, before social media became the worst place in the entire universe. When it was fun. Yeah. um, I'm sure that I've done some social media stuff that was uh, pretty stupid. But that is definitely nothing recently. Like nothing in the last five years for sure. And nothing that I can think of that would be super stupid or anything no I, I was thinking like what's the dumbest thing i've done for social media and i would have to say it was when i was tom's producer in the afternoon and we went and john sherman and i went to the corner of uh corporate parkway in maple and i was just in a speedo and did the ice bucket challenge now that doesn't even compare mm. to people climbing milk crates yeah in a speedo in a speedo yeah right oh. on maple right so during you rush didn't hour. get your clothes wet no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point <laughs> But no, if you want to uh, weigh in, 803-0930 on our text board or uh, give us a call, the stupidest thing you've ever done, and uh, if you've filmed it, <laughs> that, that's the other big important thing. Um, and if you did film it, you better be getting paid, because right. if you filmed it and you're not getting paid, you're not Johnny Knoxville, uh, what's the point? I, I just, you know, I, I think it's a lot different when you're doing stuff for your own enjoyment to now. I don't really think people climbing milk crates are enjoying that. 
they're just thinking about the hits they're going to get on. When I propose that uh, that you film me go up milk crates, I'm just thinking of the hits we can get on social media. I'm not thinking about, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. You know, when we were doing stupid stuff, at least at the time, it was fun. We look back on it and say we're idiots, but it was fun. I can't imagine while climbing the milk crates and falling on onto another milk crate that was ever fun. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing with the hits on social media, though. I mean, you can always point to the, you know, I would say small percentage of people who are making money by doing this, right? They get a lot of hits on social media, and all of a sudden, um, they're making a bunch of money. Right. For the vast majority of people, you get a lot of views on social media. What do you get for it? There's nothing Most tangible. People, nothing. Right. I mean, what are you going to turn that into a lucrative career on Wall Street? You know, what what are you doing with these uh, social media likes? Well, I'd like to become a creator. So you want to be a creator? That's my next move. You start in radio, become Only a creator. OnlyFans is uh, changing their um, <laughs> oh, entire thing darn yet it, that's again. Right. <laughs> so uh, they're welcoming all creators, which is a new term I've uh, learned in my vocabulary. Here's the, the problem when, when you're OnlyFans. You have to stick to what no one's ever going to say OnlyFans as, hey, did you see on OnlyFans that person climbed the milk crates? Climbing the milk crates. That's, <laughs> that's going to be mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, in, in, in the real world of employment, uh, there are different things going on. Uh, Joe, right before uh, our show yesterday in the morning, we heard from Phil Rumor, and I, I thought it was very interesting because a lot of places are beginning to ask. A lot of places aren't, but it's... I would say it's 50-50. If you look at our web poll, it's been about 50-50 throughout the morning and yesterday morning on if you've been asked or will you comply with any sort of vaccination request or vaccination mandate, right, that's been put out there uh, by your employer. And I've I've kind of noticed that it's about half and half of the people I talk to have been asked whether or not uh, they've gotten vaccinated. Um, you know, half say yes, uh, it happened a while ago. The other half is no, or there's no plan on doing that, or, or no one cares. I think a lot of it depends on what type of place you work at. If it's a large corporate, you know, national chain or a place like that, I think it's more likely yes. that you've been asked. Where if it's a small business or something a little bit more regional, maybe a little less likely. Uh, and it's interesting to watch the Phil Rumor I brought up because I thought it was interesting. Everyone's being asked this. And uh, we asked him, you know, are, are your teachers, uh, members of your union vaccinated? He said, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after teachers were given the first crack at the vaccine, it was uh, made such a big deal that we have to get teachers vaccinated along with the elderly and the immunocompromised. Um, we're not keeping track. Right. It's the one area where we're not keeping track. It's so important. We're going to need to know uh, every radio personality, uh, everyone who works at uh, the retail store, but not every teacher. Right. It was a little odd. Also, if you want to host Jeopardy, you have to be vaccinated. Yes, that's <laughs> Jeopardy host. Everyone like that. Uh, you do, but it was a little bit strange. And then... I saw this because we've been asking people, and you get a little uh, you get a little sense of what's going on out there. But the Associated Press sent out a poll asking adults not if they've been asked, but do you favor a vaccination mandate at the workplace? And it's a pretty split, but it, it, it's actually pretty split in the way that I would expect amongst all working adults. That the AP found, 
50% are in favor. Now you'd think, wow, a 50-50 split. That's not entirely true. 50% favor a vaccination mandate. Right. Another 23% don't care. And 26% oppose. So that's a clear, that's not I favor it or I oppose, right? Because it's not black and white. I actually expected the uh, 23% that don't care either way to be larger. I would have expected that to be the 50. Yes. And then the 23 and 26 on either side. But it turns out it's the other way around on this poll. 50% favor, 23% don't care, 26% oppose the idea. The interesting breakdown, uh, again comes to whether people have been working remote or in person. Remote workers, 59% of people who have been working remotely favor. Just 47% of people who have been working in person are in favor of a vaccination mandate at the workplace. And strangely enough, 26% oppose across the board. Uh, for that, I guess it's just, uh, you know, you're the 26%. I'm actually surprised with the 47% of in-person workers. Like you said, with all working adults, I thought that in-person workers, the neither would be a higher number since those people have been working in person at least for a year now. I, it, But I think that's what you would generally find. If you've been working in person, even if it's, you know, hybrid in person. Right. Or you're not totally in person, but you do go into the office with other people. I think you're more likely to be amongst the group who either opposes or doesn't care either way yes. than somebody who's been working strictly at home because you've seen it, right? You've been living it. You've been in there. You've been out there. You've uh, seen either there has been an issue or there's been no issues, and it's been maybe ever since there's been a vaccine, or maybe it's been longer. Uh, it's been the entire last year and a half. Right. So that doesn't surprise me too much. And it is interesting to see that remote workers, 60% almost, say, I'm in favor of the vaccination mandate. And that's with people not being in a workplace setting for the last year and a half. Right. That's that's 60% of people who are right now working remote. And you have to think, Brian, for a lot of those that are working remote now, right now it's a choice. Right. Obviously, you have some places that haven't returned, but there are a number of remote workers that are working remote by choice and have by choice have opted not to return to the office. Well, it brings up the question. So uh, we not only want to know the stupidest thing you've ever done, um, 803-0930, but where do you fall on this when it comes to vaccine mandates in the workplace? Uh, Have you been asked? And what do you think about being asked? Uh, Which of those three categories do you fall into? Do you love the idea? Do you hate the idea? Or do you not care either way? And by the way, it's not just the workplace. I I mean, there are so many different events. We heard our Mike Baggerman talking about the differences in events. Every event, it's, does, it's not even by venue right? in many cases. It's by whatever night and who's ever on the stage. It's a different way to get in every single time. Joe, I was at a show. I'm still, my voice still recovering <laughs> from Sunday night. Um, it was like 2019. It was back to normal. Tonight, I'm going to the same place. Everyone has to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. At a different venue tonight downtown, uh, every time I die, they're playing a surprise show. Real it, surprise. It's uh, no vaccination requirement. So you can go vaccine, doesn't matter. Everyone has to be tested day of. Oh, wow. So it's not a vaccine requirement, but you have to get a test today to go to the show Tonight. So we're going to see some lines at these testing places. I There might be some lines at the testing places. Uh, they're setting up a pop-up tent 
but that's a different rule. Some places, as wow. we know, Shays with masks, and then other places the same night where you have to be tested day of, you know, tomorrow night, come on and enjoy the hot dogs. So in a week, in a week, we've had, you went to a show that nothing, just show up, mm-hmm. hey, we're having fun. Tonight, vaccination or test. Yes. But also happening tonight, test no matter what. Yes. Test oh. no matter what. I hope that doesn't, you know, <laughs> now I'll, you know, if if it's a sporting event or, I mean, heck, I got tested to see the Sabres play last year. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's the stupidest thing you've ever done. <laughs> But if, if if it's something I really want to see, like if they say to go to a Virginia Tech game, you have to get tested. Obviously, I'm going to get tested. But I hope that doesn't become the norm um, with these events now that no matter what, you have to get tested to go see a show. So where do you fall on this? And we'll let you know where we fall on this when we come back. Bemaz and Beamer today on WB. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. In from the top rope, it's Cole Beasley on. <laughs> right? Um, if you uh, weren't with us uh, before our show, Isaiah McKenzie sending out on Twitter a letter from the NFL that he got about how he'll be fined for not wearing a mask. It, the, I mean, the letter is borderline hilarious. Now, you could say these are the rules. You knew the rules. You didn't follow the rules and yada, yada, yada. But the letter is when you receive a letter on August 25th, 2001, at approximately 2.15 p.m., while walking through a field house indoors and into the training room, you failed to wear a mask. <laughs> it goes on from there. Uh, and, you know, $15,000. It is oh, wild, the uh, fine. And then, you know, Cole Beasley coming in, commenting on this. He said, don't worry, they got me too. But I was wearing a mask when I was in close contact with a fully vaxxed trainer who tested positive, and I still got sent home. So what's the point of the mask anyway? Meanwhile, I'm still testing negative, can't come back, make it make sense. And... You know, talking with Sal Capaccio this morning, 
his, you know, when asking him about some of the different protocols, and it doesn't really make sense no. if, if people are negative for COVID, that they're held out of practice uh, for, you know, a close contact with a vaccinated person while wearing a mask. You know, it doesn't make sense. And his response was basically that it's not the NFL's goal to make it make sense. Their goal with all this is to force people without explicitly forcing people to get vaccinated. And that's the goal. And, you know, that's, Sal said, like it or don't, but that's not their goal to make sense with this. What they really want to do is, you know, pseudo force players to get vaccinated. It's like Delta. For whatever reason. Delta with the extra $200. Right. Towards health insurance. They're trying to force you to get the vaccine. And and I do love the uh, response. Somebody, you know, responding to Beasley saying, get vaccinated. Nothing will have to make sense. And that is the exact opposite response, right, that you'd want to send to somebody. I mean, again, you know, going back to a conversation we've had a million times, if you do truly care, which nobody online truly cares. No. They just want to have a voice out there. But if you did truly care about people getting vaccinated, that would not be your response. No. Your response would be, hey, it doesn't have to make sense. Just do it. If you truly cared, I mean, really, is that going to be your response? No. How, I mean, how stupid do you sound when you're saying that, right? And, you know, Beasley responding to that, saying, I'm home because a vaccinated person who got sick, I didn't. Why would I get it if, and, you know, it goes on and on around the circle and the conversation ends up going nowhere. turns out to be the same conversation you have (laughs) seen on social media for the last three months now. But it does, you know, I I think I got more clarity after we spoke with Sal this morning because when we talked about Beasley before on the show, I would make the argument that his argument, Beasley's argument, you know, without trying to put words in his mouth, has nothing to do with the vaccine – it has more to do with what your employer can ask of you. Right. How far can your employer go into your personal life and what rules make sense and what don't. And that's been his issue. And talking with Sal, I think it offered a little clarity to me. And it's one of those things where, hey, listen, this is not saying that this is a good thing. Um, it's not saying it's the smart thing. It's not that you'll agree with it. But at least now I understand they're not meant to make sense. Right. It's just meant to get to the end goal of we want to say that we have, you know, X percentage of the league vaccinated. So that's the reason why we're putting the rules in there. They're not going to make sense. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to make you want to get the vaccine. Right. And when when you put it that way, it all makes sense to me. It makes sense why it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But uh, add Isaiah McKenzie to the unvaccinated list also. Yeah, and you know, it does make me a little nervous, and it's strange, right? I'm not nervous necessarily for the health of the players. I'm not nervous at, you know, any severe outcome. I'm not nervous about um, any widespread outbreak on the Bills. I'm nervous about Cole Beasley or Isaiah McKenzie or X, Y, or Z or Matt Milano or, you know, you name it, not being able to play against the Patriots. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. when it comes down to I, it. I'm, I'm worried about seeing them week one not being able to play uh, against the Steelers. You know, I mean, I want every available, I want every player available 17 games this season. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what, you know, it all kind of comes down to for me. And it, I actually think, um, I, I hate to interrupt you, Joe, 
But this, we've been playing this a lot this morning. This is Jim Dolan. He was at the vaccine mandate protest in New York City talking with some of the workers who are protesting New York's vaccine mandates. Um, and I want to make a point at the end of this. Hundreds who still oppose the COVID vaccines and mandates that require them gathered outside City Hall. How do I know my body is going to react a certain way? So I will not stand with taking the vaccine for myself right now. What you put in your body is your choice. For many here, all of this hinges on trust in the media, trust in the science, trust in the politicians. They don't have it. They don't have it. Right? right? I mean, that's what it all comes down to. It hinges on trust in the media, trust in top doctors, trust in politicians, trust in you name the organization or the talking head, and they don't have it. And I, I think for once, you know, instead of doing the finger pointing again, because I don't think it gets you anywhere, right? I think for once... If everybody who is uh, hammering the drum, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, steps back and asks, hey, how come no one trusts me? If we all kind of collectively step back and say, hey, wait a second, what's going on where nobody trusts the you know appointed top doctors in the United States, where nobody trusts the words of the president? And that goes both ways, right? Yeah. Uh, one side didn't trust it a year ago. The other side doesn't trust it now. Right. I That, to me, is a big issue. If there is no trust in what you watch on TV, uh, anyone you elected to office, anyone who uh, went through years of training to uh, you know help you along, what is the reason for that and why is that not there? And that is as big of an issue to me as... Oh, we have to, you know, make sure the extra 30% of people get the vaccine uh, and, you know, push, push, push. Because that trust is not only going to lead to people taking horse tranquilizers or whatever and uh, shoving it in their arms. Uh, It's going to lead to some more things uh, other than the problems you're seeing right now. Right. I mean, lack of trust, Brian. And, you know, you you talk about top doctors. Well, unfortunately, the top doctors right now that you are to listen to on a national level are connected to a political administration that, you know, obviously is political um, and, and people do not trust politicians. And like you said, it's been on both sides of the aisle. We've had both parties in power during this pandemic, um, and there is lack of trust in um, on both sides. And you see it. And I think I think when when you dig down, when you see these protests, when you hear people talk, it is more than just a political. It's more than just a party thing. Um, I mean, I think you have people from both sides of the aisle that do not trust it and and want to have a say in what they do with the with their bodies. I, it's it, you're you're so right, Joe. When you say it's both sides, right? It's right when Donald Trump said, "Hey, you know, kids need to be in school." Yeah, I heard you. Say, yes. And then half the country just said, "Well, okay, well, that's not." I mean, I I don't trust him. That's not true. Right. And then just that has been the hardline stance ever since. And it's like the same thing with uh, Joe Biden, who uh, says, you know, the people in Texas are Neanderthals for wanting to go to a baseball game. Right. Um, I, you can look at. Each person, each side of the aisle, you, every single one, um, and say that they're contributing in some way to this. But, you know, we end up in this, and this is why I I wanted to get to a personal uh, feeling on it, and then your feeling on it maybe taking a step back and looking at it. 
uh, when it comes to these vaccination mandates. Um, it, it's something I'm doing later tonight. You know, I got to show a vaccine card again. Jeez, I'm, I'm going to New York City. I was just going to say, that's I wanted to get to that because the New York City vaccine passport is in effect. You will be there this weekend. A, how are you preparing for that? And I cannot wait till you come back and uh, talk about going through that. I guess I just got to make sure I remember this card because that. Yeah, oh, there's right? not an actual passport? Yeah, it's the card. Oh, I thought it was like you put the card into an app and then you just no. have your phone. Some people are doing that, but you don't have to. I don't know why anybody would do that. Download another government app on your phone to just to store a picture of your card. <laughs> you true. just put a picture of your card on your phone. That's the stupidest thing they've ever done. Um, <laughs> but no, no, I, I guess you just got to bring your card. But I, I go to, you know, personally, like I, I'm going tonight, I don't, it doesn't impact me personally. So I don't have that big of a problem with. I am of the, if we look at the AP poll with the uh, U.S. workers, what do they think about vaccination mandates in the workplace? I am the don't care group. I I am the 23%, whatever. I, I don't need it. I don't, if you do it, whatever. But if I take the step back look and just kind of look at the, implementation and the pros and cons of it as a whole i i can't bite the feeling that it does more harm than good by just adding to creating this division cole beasley's in a twitter fight again (laughs) you know just like (laughs) it's just creating this uh, toxic i hate that word toxic but it really is a a toxic way of speaking to each other and treating each other that I think is really bad, and that should not be, despite whatever your fear of COVID is, should not be ignored in all of this. I uh, I'm right there with you, Brian. I am in the twenty the twenty three percent. You know, I, I don't have an opinion either way. I don't care. Um, but I'm also as much as I see. Oh, you have to get tested. Oh, you have to you know pro- uh, provide proof of vaccination to go to an event. As much as I I don't care if if you have to or not, because as we've noted on this show, I I trust the vaccine I've been given. Um, I can't say I'm not going to do it. Like I said, there are things I want to do. There's life I want to live. If that means I have to take a test, if that means I have to show my vaccine, here, here, I got it. Let me in. <laughs> I want I want to enjoy mm-hmm. life. I want to get in. I want to have fun. I want to live again. And, you know, I, I, I guess that makes me a sucker, but I will do whatever you want me to. I just want to start living. I yeah. just want to enjoy things I've missed for over a year now. And, and it does create, right? I mean, it creates a tension, maybe even within yourself, because I don't, I don't think it's. I, I would chop off a pinky toe to go to this concert later tonight, right? Uh, yes. I, to do to, to experience that after a year and a half of watching uh, this band on TV, you know, an uh, age-old performance that's uh, on YouTube somewhere, right? And just wishing that I was back in the environment. So I, I don't. But yet you have people who are so firmly against the idea of a mandate who looks at anybody who goes into these shows or goes into an indoor place inside of New York City right now as, oh, now you're one of them. Now you're adding to the crowd. And it's, again, you're creating this tension within society, right? This is another – I saw this tweet this morning. This was about 12 hours ago. And this is a reason why you can't say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You can't say, you know, what are you so concerned about just – show your vaccine card and go on 
and think that there is no real reason for concern. This is Nine News Sydney. Let's uh, take a, we always love to take a oh, look yes. at what's going on in Australia, uh, where the uh, New South Wales area of Australia in Sydney. This is the breaking news alert, the tweet, Nine News Sydney. NSW residents that are fully vaccinated against COVID will be given new freedoms. All right. Residents can leave home for an hour of recreation <laughs> on top of their exercise hour. Right? Two full hours. Now, you that is the real world. And you can't tell people here that you're crazy for thinking that there's some great government overreach. When you see this going on, I mean, yes, Australia is a long way away. Yes, it's a completely different uh, government. It's a completely different country. But it's still the same world. It's going on right now. Yes. And that's a fear that people have. Uh, I can go out for my exercise hour. You're letting me out of my own home. Within three miles. Thank you. Come on. I mean, yep. this is the stuff that really uh, it's to add to um, all the stress that you already have in your life. The stress of navigating the virus yourself, right? Yep. I mean, we all personal have, responsibility. We all have tried to do that in the past. But to add to this by putting these mandates in effect and then making people choose and then giving people their inner conflict of, listen, I I got the vaccine, I know, but I don't want to end up like Sydney, Australia. No, right. Or I got the vaccine. I think it's the right thing. I think everyone who uh, is able to get the vaccine should get it, but I don't want to ever tell anybody what to do or, you know, to make people hardline go one way or the other, I, I think is bad in the long run. Yep. And that doesn't make you uh, one side or the other. I, I think that makes you like most people. Uh, but it, it goes again to these mandates that we're seeing all over the place where, you know, personally, on you know, a micro level, I don't care. Like you said, Joe, <laughs> I'll do whatever. Right. Uh, it takes, I'll, I'll cut off, uh, you know, the top digit of my pinky finger <laughs> to go into some of these events again. But that does not mean that I don't have the concerns that a lot of other people do. No, like I said, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I feel indifferent when it comes to my place of employment asking for vaccination. Uh, I would rather going to events that be something that, hey, you know the risk you go to, uh, especially if you're, if you're vaccinated. But so, uh, even if, you know, if, if you don't believe in the vaccine, you know the risk. We've said that a million times. But I'm sorry, I'm not one of these people that, oh, they're mandating it. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show up because you know what? I could be dead tomorrow. And you know, hey, what did he do on his last day? Well, he didn't go to an event he really wanted to go to because they were gonna force him to show his proof of vaccine or take a test. Like I, that's just not my life. I could be dead tomorrow. I'm gonna live it up today. And that's how I feel. Yeah, and yeah, I, 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 you know. I, I'm sorry. For me, there's there's no greater there's no greater message. It's I did what I I did. I think everyone should make that decision. That's your personal choice. But at the end of the day, I'm going to live my life and whatever I need to show to live, to do something that I want to do, something that's been taken from me for over a year. I'm going to go do it, and and that's that's how I live my life. I agree with everything you're saying, except for when you said there's no greater you know point to be made or there's no greater. No, I'm sorry. There's no greater point in what my actions. 
when I go somewhere, when I go to an event, I'm not trying to make a point. I'm just trying to go see right. the actual event. I, I under, I, you're not trying to make a point, but I w- will still say, even though I'm right with you along the way, and I'll, I am participating in all these activities that have certain restrictions on them, I still do think there is a greater point to doing that. To saying that you'll go along with it, and that is, I don't want to end up like Australia. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, show that we can, uh, you know, okay, well, uh, you man, I, it's everyone's fear, and it's yes. a perfectly natural thing to do. Well, okay, the, we can say proof of vaccine to go here. Oh, why not uh, proof of vaccine to go there? Or, well, let's uh, tighten the grip a little bit. Everyone, no matter how rational or irrational that fear is, right? Um, everyone has been able to uh, have that. Yeah, and just to be clear, that's I, I mean, I'm not trying to make a greater yeah. point. I, I, but you're right. There is, especially when you have elected officials who want to remind you how much power they have and want to remind you that they can do what they want because they have emergency powers. Yes, it's in the back of your mind. How far is this going to go? When does, when does it finally end? And um, right now it doesn't seem like that point is in sight. I, and it... <laughs> I I really do have a question, and it's tough to gauge popular opinion, right? I, I think there was this notion maybe 10 years ago, as social media was exploding, that you could really kind of gauge what the popular opinion was by looking at social media. Right. And looking at online comments and seeing what people were saying online, right? Um, but... I think that's become clear. Hopefully that's become clear to most people that that's not the case. It does make it really hard to gauge where people are, you know, what people really do think. I mean, the polls are, you know, polls are nice. They give you a snapshot in a certain moment of time in a, you know, they try their best to get as many people. But, I mean, it's a small number of people who take part in any of these polls. I I would really like to know what public opinion is because – I see comments on these videos of Australia of a helicopter shining its spotlight on teenagers who want to sit by a dock, right? And there are people in the comments saying, and here's the thing, you don't know. This could be someone from Russia. This could be be a bot. This could be someone who's completely uh, disingenuous. But you have people saying like, well, yeah, I mean, you can't argue with the results. There's less COVID there. I'm like. You know, really, there's there's less, there's there's less living. Yes, like you're not you're, you're sitting at home for twenty. Someone on the text board put this perfectly. My my brother my my brother in prison gets two hours of recreational time a day. Sounds a lot like jail to me in Australia. It That's is. exactly what I was thinking. House arrest. When you said they got a second hour, it's and to look at people who have concerns about a vaccine passport or this or that as a conspiracy theorist or to say you're anti-vax or stop asking questions. It doesn't have to make sense, right? Like right. we saw in that tweet. Ridiculous. I, you are ignoring a certain picture of reality. reality and right. you are ignoring very real fears that people have that are not crazy to have. No. Because I see it with my own eyes. On a, you know, actual news network overseas. It doesn't take that much, as we have seen, to get back to April 2020. That's what I keep telling myself. It doesn't take much. It just takes someone thinking, this is the best way to go. Hey, look at these numbers. This is the best way to go. Someone in a position of power, you don't have to agree with it. And next thing you know, we're back to April 2020. It doesn't take much. And we, if we haven't learned anything in 18 months, that's one thing we've learned. Yeah. I, it's... Uh... 
I think it's a tough conversation to it, like everything, right? If you actually want to parse through it all and have an open mind, I think it is a very tough conversation to have. Yeah. And the I think the end question begins when's the cutoff point, right? When does it end? When uh, when does it end? So if you are fine with you know showing your proof of vaccination to, I mean, I guess your workplace is one thing, and your workplace is another thing in my mind, just because your healthcare and your work are so intertwined as it is. Right. They know so much information about you already that it's not it's almost like giving it to your doctor in some cases, you know, filing it in the corporate HR or uh, something. But um whether it's to go to an event or do something else, um you know, how long the next time this ban comes around? Are, are we still going to be doing the same thing 3 years from now? Is this right. also going to be the policy? What's that time in between where we're going to say, okay, everyone's uh, welcome to go. And again, you can't escape reality of a lot of people will be going to some of these shows tonight at one place where there's none of these. And then the very next place next door where you either have to have been tested that day or uh, show a proof of vaccine to get in or, or something like that. And most of those people will go home the next day, the next week, and be perfectly fine. And then right. kind of ask, well, what was all the hubbub about? You can't escape the reality of that situation either. No, it's uh, I think the big question, Brian, from here until question mark is going to be what's the cutoff? When's the end? And how long are we going to be looking at events where, like you said, you have to take a test, prove your vaccination? You know, is uh, I would say at least through this uh, NFL season. But are we going to be talking about this again next summer? Are we going to uh, the your New York my New York trip in December? Is that going to is that going to be required? The same thing you're doing this weekend? It's it's you know a lot more questions than answers, and I don't think we're any closer to getting those answers. Yeah, I was told. Um, you know, I got the heads up from my buddy. I'm going to a wedding. That's why we're in New York City. And he said, you know, just a heads up. They're putting this vaccination mandate. You got to bring a card or something to do pretty much anything. It uh, doesn't apply to our wedding or uh, our venue. That's and good. I just replied, I'm blowing you into De Blasio. You're <laughs> you're done. <laughs> no wedding for you. See ya. <laughs> Maybe you, uh, you can get your uh, Shake Shack fries and burger while you're down there with your vaccine card. Is that a New York City thing? Yeah, that was oh, that was the big uh, that was before the hundred dollars. The thing was you can get a free burger oh, and fries. Yeah. Who could forget? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did a whole show on that. Uh, burger mouth McGee over there. All well, right. Brian, enjoy the show and then enjoy the flight. I will. I uh, unf- I'll miss you. BMS or Beamer returns tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> we'll see you then here on Ben. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.